Welcome back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and KISS Lux HD 2 100.7. You're home to the Dan Patrick Show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. The Major League Baseball Division Series begin on Saturday. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. We're now joined the Sports Zone by Scott Miller of TheMessenger.com. And Scott, let's start with the uh, Diamondbacks and Dodgers series. Arizona is a roughly two and a half, two, two and a half to one underdog in this series. Uh, do you have a scenario in which the Diamondbacks can win this series? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I, you know, the Dodgers have won eight of 13 regular season matchups, including five in, the last five in a row. But I think the Diamondbacks, they finished the season strong, as you know. They had a really good two games in Milwaukee. They're playing with confidence. I think a couple things. Gabriel Moreno behind the plate. Gosh, I hope he's okay after that back swing. Yeah. He, if he's not on the roster, that to me he's the he's the most important thing going right now. They got to have him on the roster and catching. So he needs to play. Number one. Number two. With the off days in this series, the pitching, I think, can tilt toward the D-backs. I mean, Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen could start four out of the five games if it goes five games. And and mm-hmm. the Diamondbacks' bullpen has rounded into shape as well. So if if they get the pitching and Marino plays, uh, you know, they I do see a path to victory. Scott, bottom line in this series, do the Dodgers have enough starting pitching to really to not just make it through this series, but have a deep playoff run? The Dodgers, that's, you know, I don't know, frankly, how they're doing it. It's amazing. Every year it seems like we get to a point where, well, the Dodgers uh, are going to step back this year, and they don't. Um, Clayton Kershaw, the game one starter, I mean, I don't know. You know, he's not even hitting 90 anymore with his fastball. Since he came back from the injured list, you know, he's getting it done with an assortment of curveballs and sliders, and then he'll throw his fastball, and it'll be 89 miles an hour, but he hits his spots. Um, But, you know, beyond him, it's without Walker Bulo and Julio Arias, um, you know, there's a lot of questions. I mean, Bobby Miller's going to go in game two. He's a rookie. Um, he's already up against his innings limit. Um, I don't know, honestly, if they have enough to make the deep run. Um, they're the Dodgers and they have a really stacked bullpen and they figure things out. So I think more than their personnel, you say, well, if they make a deep run, it's because they're the Dodgers and they're as smart as anybody in the game and they figure things out. I would say that's the only way they make the deep run versus well because of their rotation or this or that mm-hmm. scott miller the messenger.com currently in the sports zone all right the phillies and the braves this is kind of the main event of this playoff round uh what stands out to you most in this phillies and uh in the and braves matchup you know the phillies i would not want to play them right now the the braves are probably the best team in baseball in the regular season um, their lineup is great there's every reason the Braves should be World Series favorites but um, the, the Phillies they're a different teams since Trey Turner got off to a slow start 
didn't seem to be comfortable early, but once he started going, they started going, which I kind of figured would happen because that's what he does. He gets on base, he scores runs. Um, I love Bryce Harper blowing through the stop sign in the wild card <laughs> game against Marlins the other night. That's emblematic to me of the way the Phillies play. They are all out, take no prisoners, aggressive, we're coming at you. And with Harper, Schwarber, Turner, um, you know, they've got Zach Wheeler is throwing as well as anybody right now. Aaron Nola is throwing it, it really well. They've got playoff experience. They're seasoned. I think the Phillies are – they may be the most dangerous team in the National League right now, and they may run the table all the way to the World Series. Do we know what Max Fried's status is with the blister situation? Now, you know, he threw part of a simulated game the other day, and they put some kind of a covering on. I don't know, you know, some exotic Band-Aid, tape, whatever. And he came through it okay. That said, it still is, to me, going to be a pitch-by-pitch situation because you know, Bob, how those, those uh, blisters are for those top pitchers. It, I mean, they pop up, and there's – at the most inopportune times. And um, I don't know in the heat of competition if he's going to be a long-term guy or not, but for now the Braves are relatively optimistic. Talking with Scott Miller for the messenger.com. Okay. Last up in this series, uh, you know, Philadelphia knocked out Atlanta in this round last year. Are you a believer in the revenge angle? I mean, to a degree, I mean, baseball's different in that I do think momentum plays a big part at times. But, you know, I mean, it's not football and basketball where you get all emotional on the revenge angle and, you know, you go out and can just manhandle or overpower your opponent because you want it more than them. So I think if revenge plays a little less in baseball than it does in other sports, but, but sure. When you have as much talent as the Braves do, um, they're going to remember last year and they're not going to make any careless mistakes. Every I is going to be dotted. Every T is going to be crossed. Uh, they are not, um, you know, they're going to remember the Phillies knocking them out last year and, and they're going to be determined not to let it happen again. So, you know, I don't know if I'd call it revenge where Atlanta's concerned versus just they'll be on high alert at all moments. And I think I think the, the Braves-Phillies probably is going to be the best, most competitive, most exhilarating of these four division series. I think it's just going to be – I mean, it could easily be an NLCS type of situation. Okay, so let's flip this to the American League, the Rangers and the top-seeded Orioles. What has impressed you the most about the Orioles uh, – you know, massive improvement over the last two seasons. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, just when you hear about Adley Rutschman and you watch him and how great he is, um, you know, then then comes uh, the rookie pitcher, Grayson Rodriguez. And then just when you're getting used to him, Kyle Bradish comes along. I mean, they, they've got a lot of, you know, Gunnar Henderson. They've got a lot of really good young players. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I think the fact that 
They won so many games this year. They pretty much were consistent from start to finish, the Orioles were. And they didn't shrink as young as they are. They did not shrink from any big moments. Um, I think they gelled and they played a little bit, you know, or far beyond their youth. So it's going to be really interesting. I mean, this is this is a really tough Texas team uh, they're facing. That Texas lineup, top to bottom, might be uh, the most dangerous uh, in the game. Um, you know, Jonah Heim and Adolis Garcia and Corey Seager and, and Josh Young, and it goes on and on. And I think it's going to be very interesting, Baltimore's young starting pitching like Bradish and Rodriguez facing this this steamroller of a lineup. And, you know, first playoff game in Camden Yard since 2014, I think uh, – you know, it's going to be a great, great atmosphere in Baltimore. Um, but, you know, between that Texas lineup and between Bruce Bochy, the old veteran that uh, is as good as there's been in our lifetime probably, uh, Baltimore's going to have its hands full. What, what surprised you the most of the Rangers' really two-game domination of the Rays? You know, I think, I think the pitching, I mean, Tampa Bay's bats were just silenced. And mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the Rangers, the big thing with them this year has been their bullpen has just been flammable. And, you know, Bochy and pitching coach Mike Maddox have had to, uh, you know, they, they basically had to remake the bullpen a number of times as the year went on and it didn't matter. They were able to get the job done. And just when everybody thought, yeah, man, Texas pitching is, uh, is bad. I mean, you know, Nathan Avaldi was really good in game two. Um, you know, the, the bullpen was really good. Um, Jeff Montgomery in game one, he has everybody in New York talking, you know, second guessing the Yankees or, okay, you know, Yankees don't even make playoffs and New York fans are, well, how could we give this guy to Texas? I mean, Montgomery six hit shutout in over seven innings. And so I, I would say what really surprised me was the way in Tampa Bay playing arena baseball in Tropicana field, how that Texas mm-hmm. pitching just shut down Tampa Bay. And given Texas's lineup that I just talked about, Bob, if if Texas gets some pitching, uh, you know, you may blink and find them in the World Series. It's true. Okay, the Astros, they have the home field. They're below 500 at home this season. They play the Twins. The Twins eliminated, uh, to me, the low baseball IQ Jays. This I'm confused about this series, so help me out here. Ah, well, I, I think, you know, a couple things. Houston's experience and the fact that they're coming off the World Series title, Dusty Baker managing them, to me there's there's no reason to pick against Houston. Uh, I, I, I go with Houston's experience with their talent. They, you know, they, they, they take everybody's best punch and keep going. I mean, 
they they've for years now gotten booed everywhere they've gone. Doesn't matter. They just step up and play good baseball. Um, I, Justin Verlander in game one, Framber Valdez game two. I think when you have Framber Valdez go, starting in game two and not game one, I think that tells you how strong, uh, how much talent there is there in Houston. The fascinating thing to me is is Carlos Correa leading the Twins. I mean, that is going to be quite something in game one tomorrow. Carlos Correa, uh, after, you know, all he did in Houston and multiple World Series, um, or one World Series, I guess, in 2017, getting them to multiple World Series and multiple American League pennants, uh, all he did – and now going back as an opponent in a playoff atmosphere, that that's that's going to be must-see TV because Korea, you know, he, he's going to rise to the moment. That's just the way he is. We saw that pickoff play, by the way, yeah. against uh, Toronto in the fourth inning was just phenomenal that he and Sonny Gray worked. And, uh, you know, the Twins gave Korea credit. I mean, the few innings before that in the dugout, he kept telling – uh, Sonny Gray and, and manager Rocco Baldelli and others, he's like, look, if they get a guy on second base, this target field crowd is so loud. Let's run a pickoff play because the guy at second base can't hear. He's not going to be able to hear the third base coach say back, back, back. And that was Korea's brainchild at work. That's what kind of a heady player he is. And he he's, rises in the big moments. It's going to be a lot of fun, him leading Minnesota. And, uh, you know, I, I give Minnesota a chance. I, like I said, don't, but I, I do lean toward Houston because of what I said, the, the, everything they've done um, in their pedigree. But now that the Twins have broken that unfathomable 18-game postseason losing streak, now they're riding a two-game winning streak, and uh, you know, stranger things have happened. Thanks, Scott. Always good talking to you, Bob. You as well. Take care. Enjoy the uh, everybody in Phoenix at Diamondbacks Dodgers series. I think it's going to be a pretty exciting series. I think it's going to be more competitive than a lot of people nationally think. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Scott Miller of TheMessenger.com. In the next segment, it'll be phone call time: 602-260-1060, and also today's local roundup. That will include a little more on the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, among many things, depending on phone volume. So if you want to get in, 602-260-1060, general discussion. You're listening to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUSAM 1060 and KSLUX HD 2 100.7.